We got we got the mic check. Good. Good. Yeah, shoot. But now nah, we gonna we gonna start off talking. We gonna start off talking NFL. <clears throat> the question is, what can we take from the process that goes into drafting the right franchise quarterback in the NFL? So where this question came about is I'm I'm looking at you know I've I've taken a newfound interest in the NFL because you know, I've always been a basketball guy. The NFL was boring to me until a, a few years ago, and you know I've always wanted to be you know, before before I got into what what I'm doing now. Um, I wanted to be a general manager of an NBA team. And the general manager is like, it's, it's building a team, it's drafting the right players, it's, it's finding the right personnel, and it's developing that personnel into a cohesive unit. And the NFL does that better than the NBA mm-hmm. because, you know, there's more defined roles in the NFL, right? There's more, there's, obviously, there's more people. So, like, when it comes to there, there's more rounds, there's more opportunities to draft, right? Seven rounds rather than two in the NBA. And, I'm looking at these quarterbacks, and sometimes it's like, man, how, you know, I, the obvious one is is Mr. Brady, right? I mean, he's 44, he's still, still out there cooking, and it's like, man, how did people miss six times on Brady? Like, how do you miss that? Right? Like, obviously, hindsight is always going to be 2020, but we could just look at, you know, people like. Russell Wilson, fourth round pick. How do you miss on Russell Wilson three times? Mm. Aaron Rodgers into the first round. How is he not the number one pick? And, and and I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, wait a minute. You have the best talent evaluators in the world of football, evaluating what should be the best talent in football, and they're making egregious errors. Egregious. Lamar Jackson was the last pick of the first round. There aren't 31 better players than Lamar Jackson in the league, let alone in his draft class. Right. How do you miss that? And it's just like, you know, and I and I think the problem is it's, you know, my one of my favorite phrases is multivariate analysis. There's always multiple variables that go into place. Right and and we can take that we can extrapolate that from it and say you know we could take you know whatever it is it may not be drafting the right franchise QB it may be what college you go to what career choice you have um, what city you live in what what person you marry like all of that stuff and it's like okay we don't really take our time with these situations and we don't evaluate all of the factors possible before we make a decision. And, you know, I, I'm looking at it like, man, because, you know, the, the, new, the new guy now is Justin Herbert, right, quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, right? They're saying he may be, if, if I'm starting a franchise for the next 10 years, I may be taking him over everybody else in the league. Mm-hmm. Over Lamar Jackson, over Patrick Mahomes, over Deshaun Watson, over whoever, like Kyler. over right, Kyler Murray, whoever it is, and it's like, how did, 
how did six teams miss? Or how did five teams miss on that, right? The quarterback that went before him was Tua. Miami Dolphins. How did you how did you miss that? And it's like, you know, I'm looking at okay. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's the city. Right? Maybe it's the franchise where it's like, okay, the Chargers kind of a second tier team in Los Angeles. They're not the Rams, they're not the Lakers, they're not the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. They're not really even USC football. Mm-hmm. So you're going there, it's a it's a lower pressure, you know. He's laid back. It's, it's a laid back type of thing, and you know it may be this. It may be the system that he's in. Maybe the coordinators and the coaches, but he's already had a second coach, mm. so that may not be it. Mm. And it's just like, what are we missing in people's mental makeups? You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's because he's a late bloomer. His whole, you know, his whole life he's been a late bloomer, right? He went to Oregon because he's from Eugene, Oregon. Mm. So he wasn't highly recruited. And it's like, okay, maybe that's he coming there with a chip on his shoulder or something like that, right? Like, it's it's something that that's not getting taken into account. And I think we do that too. Just in our own separate ways. Right. You're saying we do it to ourselves? Yeah, like we do it to ourselves Whereas and we the evaluators do it. Are... And we do it to other people. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like again, we talk about why why do startups fail? Sometimes it's because you hire the wrong people. That's you don't evaluate that's at the top of what if right right. So you don't evaluate you don't properly evaluate people, and then whatever scale you're using needs to be adjusted. Mm-hmm. And it's like man, now I'm looking at that man. I'm just thinking about how many going back through the decisions, and it's like, mm, how did I miss that? How did I admit the, the red flag seemed so, you know, I mean, people doing it in relationships all the time, like, oh, looking back on it, you could see the red flags was right there. But right. at the time, you couldn't see it because what were you evaluating? Mm-hmm. What was your scale? What was the priority on the scale? What what had the most weight? And it's like, man, I'm looking at it like, it's hard. No, I agree with you. In the NFL case, do you... Do you think it has do you think it has to do with them not um understanding or underestimating the mindset and and you know grit and rigor of the individual that they're um passing up on right so yeah like, I think it's a it's a ton of things right it's, it's right now yeah I, if we're using Herbert as an example, right? If we saying, okay, why would they? Why would the Dolphins choose Tua over Herbert, right? Right. It may not be just Herbert. It may be I seen Tua get busy in the SEC, yeah, and yeah. I seen Herbert in the Pac twelve, right? Right. You know, like I seen I seen Tua operate in a pro, you know what? Whereas Herbert has a, you know, I don't know if that's going to transition, right? No, yeah. And, but at some point, I thought, man, the guy's six six. He's got a laser for an arm, and he's and he's mobile enough. Mm-hmm. What more do you need to see? Right, but I guess I'm yeah. But he still went first round, and I understand that. Yeah, yeah. How many quarterbacks went before him? Two, two. Joe and Tua. Yeah, right. But Lamar, even though he still went first round, Russell, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers did go first round too. Oh, he did. Yeah. So I guess I'm only I guess I'm only talking about Russell and Tom since they went in the later rounds. 
Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Even though I don't, I don't think Dak Prescott is on the level of <coughs> the other five. No, I, I agree. Um, but like with Russell, it's like you think they just underestimated his his drive. I mean, he five nine. He five nine, so it's like eh, we ain't looking for with Tom. He 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 run a six. He run a six two. Right. He run a six two forty, <laughs> and he you know he 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 doesn't have any physical. He's not a physical specimen. Right. Um, outside of athleticism, like he's not even, you know, it don't look like he being a, he, you know, that famous, right. you know, mm-hmm. you don't look like he was in the weight room at all. Right. <laughs> so, um, but they couldn't see the. Obviously, they couldn't see what, you know, Tom and Russell and, you know, we can go with Lamar and all those guys, what they were willing to do and what they were prepared to do. Like, when Russell, when, when, that's why I love Lamar when he got up there. He said, they're going to get a Super Bowl. We ain't got one yet. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, think he'll, I think he'll get one. I don't know. Um, but when he got up there, he said, they're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. Mm-hmm. That's what the other 31 teams couldn't see. Well, yeah. I mean, I also think that, you know, well, one, so to, to answer your, your question, at the combine, they got an interview process. So you, you go through it, and for quarterbacks especially, right, the whole interview is to see, okay, how quickly can this guy process information? Let's, let's get him on the board. Let's have him draw a play. Let's like we sitting in there for 15 minutes. That's what that should be for. Right? And then, you know, the, the part of it and, and the other part of it is I think, I mean, people underestimate, and this is the biggest, the bigger point that I, that I have for this question. Fit matters. Yeah. Like a lot. Where you end up matters. So. I think for Lamar Jackson, if we use Lamar Jackson as an example, Baltimore is the right city for him. Mm. Right? The organization is the right organization because they say, we're going to wrap our arms around you. We understand that you're not a traditional quarterback by, by conventional standards. Right? Because you, you know, you're, you're an athletic specimen mm-hmm. and your throwing mechanics are terrible. Mm-hmm. Coming, in, coming into the NFL, they're terrible. But... We're going to, we see something and we're willing to do what we can to develop you. Whereas I think most teams were saying, I mean, look, bro, we, we like him, but, I mean, we're going to put him at receiver. Which, I mean, I, you know, I can, I can get up here and say it. I, I, was, I was all for him being a receiver. I said, I mean, I wasn't saying be a full-time receiver. I was saying he should at least be willing to play receiver as he develops into a quarterback. Because you're too ta- you're too athletically gifted to sit, in my view. No, I don't think I don't I don't think I don't think he he I don't think that makes sense. Like you should be you should be willing to play a little receiver as you develop into a quarterback. Not if his, not if his intent is to be a starting quarterback on the NFL team. You ain't got no time to play receiver at all. 
No, I'm, you got it. You got it. No, I'm not. I'm not saying you learn the route tree. I'm saying that like there be a package of plays for you where you may line up. You may line a wide receiver. I give it to you, and it's a quarterback pass. But I'm passing to a wide receiver. You're lining up at receiver, but you're actually doing more quarterback yield things. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. like just to get on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like just I don't. I don't want somebody that that's that gifted to just sit for a couple years. Right. That was my that was my thing. I was saying obviously, no, if you're you're gonna you're a quarterback, you win a Heisman trophy, you're gonna be a quarterback. Right. But the first year, I got that's running four three, four two, holding a clipboard. To me, that's crazy. Get him on the field any way you can. If he's not ready to be a quarterback, I still need him on the field. That was my that was my view. No, I got you. But it was like, you know, again, but, you know, most teams probably thought that. And then when Lamar, they asked him in the interview, and Lamar was like, I'm not playing receiver. Mm. They said, okay, well, we got we can't draft. Like, we don't see him as a quarterback. And it was like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, you saw the man play under an NFL coach at Louisville. Mm. You, saw win, you saw him win the Heisman Trophy. You saw him produce. It's like, what more do you need to see? Or maybe is it is it an indictment on them and saying mm, I don't think we can de- we don't have the infrastructure to develop that mm. right so maybe you see Russell Wilson and you say I mean yeah he's five ten and we we like our quarterbacks to be six two and above but at Wisconsin he won at North Carolina State he won he was able to perform with lesser talent who's gonna wrap their arms around him and say we're gonna put the team around you we're gonna give you the support that we need. Right, and we can take that as non-athletes and look at that from a company point of view. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm, I want to work for this company and that company. Which company is gonna is gonna develop me? Mm-hmm. We don't think about that. Okay, I want to go to this school or this school. Which school is going to develop my gifts? Which school is is good at what I want to be? Right, there's no way you should you shouldn't go to Georgia Tech if you want to be an engineer. That's what they do. If you want to be a business student, go to Emory. Like that's what they do, and it's like you got to match what you want to do with with a with a with a school score competence. Same thing with a city. If I want to live in a certain city, okay, I need to. What's the city for me? I don't want to live. Okay, I know it's popping in Atlanta, but what if you not? You in Atlanta don't match. Mm-hmm. You in Houston don't match. You in LA don't match. You in DC don't match. You in Boston no match. They too smart for you. Why are you going to Harvard then? You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you you going there and, you know, I think a lot of reasons why people don't make it certain places is because they feel out of place. You're never going to make it if you feel out of place. You know? Again, you can't go to New York if you're not ready to live at a fast pace. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you like to like to slow it down and you like to, you know, wake up and, and, and you wanna you wanna you wanna glide into the day, New York is not the place for you. It's gonna eat you up. They're not playing. The market's moving. Wall Street is moving. You know what I'm saying? Like they they fueled. Right. They walk in they walk fast. Everything they do is fast paced. The food trust, that's what they rarely have time. They don't really go down. They only go down to sit to the, at a steakhouse if it's business. 
If it's not, bro, I only I ain't got the ten. I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna go to the to the truck outside and get the get the poison, right? I mean, man, yeah, get the poison, but the poison is on rye bread and got the mustard in it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go to the corner deli right quick. Go get me a sandwich and get back. We ain't got time to go sit down and, and, and get the coffee and enjoy the. Nah, bro. Mm, take your way to Seattle. Right, and it's like we not thinking about that. Like yeah, same thing with with a partner, right? Like. Well, I don't. You too neat, like. If you if you coming with me and you want to be needy and you want to have oh, needy, we, okay, needy, yeah, you said neat. No, no needy, like <laughs> not needy. Um, you know, if you gotta talk to me every day, I'm. You may want to go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, it, it's a combination of, in my view, outside of the NFL, is again knowing yourself, knowing your gifts, knowing your strength, knowing your Knowing your vision, but it's also finding somebody that can align with you, right? Because again, I'm I'm listening to I'm listening to Martin. We talking about the look at where a lot of these early billionaires are coming from, Middle America. But fuck yeah, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Ohio, which niggas won't live in Ohio today. LeBron is from there, left twice. Right, like Nebraska, like you know what I'm saying? Like, man, these people are are from Middle America. And it's like maybe some of y'all need to go to Middle America. Because that's that vibes with your with, with what you trying to do and what you I don't know, man. But I just think it's it's interesting how, you know, you have a lot of people have a lot of, you know, quarterbacks in the NFL that are bust. And you're like, okay, well, how are they bust? Like, it's not like they're untalented. It's just, you know, the, the one I look at is uh, Josh Rosen, right? Josh Rosen drafted by the Cardinals the year before they drafted Kyler Murray. Drafted, they they got the coach. The coach wasn't the right fit. The coach got fired after one year of coaching. They hire a new coach. The system don't work. They draft Kyler Murray. They trade Josh Rosen, and he's been a journeyman ever since. He's on the Falcons right now, ain't he? Back up. <laughs> right. But Josh Rosen in high school, they were calling a nigga the Rosen one. Mm, that's a hard nigga. <laughs> they was calling him the Rosen one. They were saying, bro, this is the the way they was talking about Trevor Lawrence. They was talking about Josh Rosen. Went to UCLA, you know, got hurt a little bit. Got hurt a little bit. Got, you know. Didn't have the right system around him, maybe at UCLA, and it affected his draft stock. And then what was they saying in the interview? Oh, he's too, he's too arrogant. He's too smart. He said he don't need football because his parents rich. He don't need football. I say, bro, send him to New England. If he want to be up there with a brainiac, if he was up there with Belichick and they was able to, he was able to sit under Brady for a couple years, maybe he wouldn't be a journeyman. He wouldn't be the backup for the Falcons. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that one decision, maybe that decision was to stay to stay and go to UCLA. Maybe the decision was by the Cardinals to draft him because they needed a quarterback and he was the best one available, even though it didn't fit what they were trying to do. Those one decisions, they have life-altering, life-altering choices. And it's like, mm, you know, 
how do we how do we take the decision making process? What mental models are we using to make the decisions? How what what is the criteria? What is their criteria? That's that was my other question. You think they use outdated in certain in certain yeah with certain players? I think they use an outdated criteria, like shorter quarterbacks. Right. They had the they traditional had, whatever they're looking for in a traditional quarterback right. might not be applicable to. Right. The MVP from two years, two or three years ago, Lamar Jackson. Right, or even Patrick Mahomes. Or, right. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah, it's just you know, I don't know. And then it's also you know the person like the person now they saying look, you know what was they saying about Justin Herbert? Oh, he quiet. He don't know how to. He too quiet. You know he's just a little. He's a little smart little biology dude. He he ain't really a a raw raw leadership type of guy. It's like why do you need that? Who said that that's the only way to lead? Right, so you coming in there with your assumptions and your your algorithms, your isms, and it's like, are you willing to get off of that to make the decision that's right for you? Because I see a lot of niggas right now that's moving cities that they had that that they don't need to be moving to, mm. that's going into careers that they have no business going to, mm. that's getting in relationships they have no business going to, that's working for companies that they have no business working for. That has nothing to do with what you're trying to do. Again, I'm not saying that everybody should just quit and start their own business. It's a fallacy. Because the other part of that, a lot of, a lot of people don't know what they... When you say, okay, that doesn't really fit into what you want to do. A lot of people don't know what they want to do. Right. And, and, and that's what... And I think that's, that's the point that I'm making is while you're trying to figure out these are life-altering like you're altering the course of your life in the process of figuring out. So you gotta, you gotta start again. I'm telling, if I ever go back and I start talking to you know little kids, little high, I'm telling people at 15 you need to be starting to really spend some significant time figuring out what you're interested in and what you want to do. Because you may only get one or two times to change it, right? That's what I think the beauty of college is. You can change your major. And it's low risk. It's low risk. The only thing you may do, you may change your major, you may have to stay another semester if you do it right. And it's like you get a chance to go try something and say, okay, is this really what I want to do? Go get an internship in a certain field. I got a finance internship and I said, I enjoy it. I enjoy it, but I'm, I'm not called to do this. This is not what I want to do. So then that right there is a life-altering thing because, again, once you get somewhere, now you're stuck. And now the only way to go back is you got to break the whole thing down and start over. Think about somebody that, that majored in computer science and they got the tech job and they hate tech now. What do they go do after that? How do you pivot? What do you have to start doing? Now you got to start putting in 16-hour days because you got to put an eight at the job and an eight trying to train yourself at something else. Or you may have to go back to school. That's money. No, it's going to take money out of the way. Right, it's going to take money and time. Like that's what, that's what I'm saying. So it's like that's why it's, it's important that I don't think people understand the gravity of that I'm just trying to figure out choices. 
right? Like even in even in relationships, right? Like, oh, I don't know what I want, so I'm gonna just date around till I find it. You don't understand, like, what you're saying. It sounds logical, but it takes a lot of energy and resources out of you because you whatever baggage you take, if that don't work out, you take it into the next person. You taking that there. So it's like, bro, people don't treat every decision like, okay, well, let's hold on. Before we make another move, let's make sure that we using all of our mental faculties, all the mental models possible. That we, you know, we got to go vertical with it. We going vertical with it. Like it's, because again, drafting the right franchise quarterback sets your franchise up for a decade. Yeah. Drafting the wrong quarterback gets people fired. It gets people fired. Livelihoods change by, by a decision that, you know, maybe it'll work. You know, I'm, I see something there, but, you know, maybe hopefully we can, again, because now who we looking at? We looking at Jalen Hurts. Like, that boy was ass the other night. But, Again, fit matters. Is Philly the right fit for him? Is Philly an organization that's going to say, okay, we're going all in on Jalen Hurts. We got to go get as many staffers from Baltimore as possible because that's what our offense needs to look like. Or are they going to say, again, I was, I was with somebody, they said they ran the ball one time in the first half. Okay, you got a guy that, that's not really an adept passer dropping back in the shotgun 95% of the snaps. Of course he's not going to succeed. Of course he's not going to succeed with that. Okay, so we got we to gotta invest in the running game then if this is our guy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and if, you, if you're around the organization and you're not their guy, how are you going to perform at your optimal? You can't, in my view. Like, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is somewhere looking over his shoulder because Gardner Minshew is going to take his spot. But it's like, and the learning curve is getting shorter. You don't got three, four years now. You maybe got a year and a half, two years, or they drafted another quarterback. Jalen Hurts, we look at the end of the year, again, I look, they, they did something. They said if the draft started today, Philly will have three of the top eight picks in the draft. We got to take a quarterback. So, Jalen, if you're not performing, if we don't see something out of you by Thanksgiving, when we start our draft evaluations, at the top of that draft, we're going to be a quarterback. And it may not even be your fault, per se. It may be, look, bro, we got a coach that don't want to run the football. We don't have receivers that are, you know, we just traded our best tight end. Our offensive line is hurt. Like I can't, they can't protect me. Now, unless you a phenom, unless you Andrew Luck, and you say, it don't matter who around, we win eleven games. Unless you that, then it don't really matter. Even then, I think it do matter. I think Andrew Luck was a perfect fit for Indianapolis. Quiet guy, he won all the spotlight. Indianapolis, lower market is not really, you know. The quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts is not a star like the quarterback of the New York Giants. 
or the LA, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like a big, not a big media market, not a whole lot of pressure. So you can get in there, and you could be quirky, you could be the Stanford guy. You don't have to have you don't have to have the prestige. You don't have to be Jeter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it was a, it was a good fit. You following Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning quirky, good fit. So I mean, people don't understand. Like you could throw the comeback though to the outside shoulder, right? No generational talent can overcome any adversity. He ain't throw the comeback at the outside shoulder. He threw it in the ground. He threw it at the Vartaysville feet. Right. I know. I, I, you do it. I understand that. But I know what I'm getting from Jalen Hurts because he ain't never been a good passer. So if I'm drafting him and I'm saying this is my quarterback for the next two years and I want to see what I got before I draft another quarterback, I got I to gotta play to his strengths. Because I seen Lamar, I seen Lamar not throw a comeback. So they said we gonna run, we gonna run an option until you can throw it. Mm. So are they willing to do that? So fit matters, man. In everything, in everything, I think fit matters. And every decision, like every decision, costs something. Every decision takes you just a little bit on another, on another different path. And you start, you know, you start combining those decisions. And they the wrong decision after the wrong decision because you not your your criteria is not is not in line, not aligned, and your your decision making and your priorities are not straight. You compounding decision after decision, you're gonna look and you be like, man, I'm so far away. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like what they say with the ships, right? You you take the ship one degree off, you could be miles from your destination. Right. What if you one degree off and then you one degree off again and you one degree off again? Right. You're not even in the same area code. You're not even in the same zip code. So now I think that we we can take from 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 that process the importance of. Constantly and consistently sharpening your decision-making abilities, mm. your mental models, your criteria, tapping in with your vision, understand what you're doing, understand how every move, every move has to align with the next move and the previous move. Well, I think, man. You got anything else on that? Nah.